All right. Lamed Vov. Perk Lamed Vov. Gurus Hashem. Ve'ochlos Abaser Belayla Hazeh Tzli Eish Al Matzos Umororim Yachluhu. Okay. So there's a big pasuk, obviously. Kvarin is Bayer Lecha. Ki a Pesach Mora Al Shehu Yisborach Echad. U Lekach Nitztave. She also lechol a Pesach bishnei chavuros. You can't eat Pesach in one place and then go eat in another place, because then that would. Sorry, we go back. Hashem blessed be He is one. The current Pesach speaks to. Oh right, the current Pesach. See, kvarin is bar. We just explained that the current Pesach speaks to the oneness of Hashem. Therefore, you can only eat it in one place. With one group of people that is miyuchad is designated for you. You are signed on to this. As far as you're concerned, this is the only korban pesach in the world. Shem Cain hayazeh chaluk v'parud or chiluk v'pirud. If you a person were to eat in two chaburus, so this would speak to a division and a separation. Uh, you got some carbon pesach over there, some carbon pesach over there. The kolavolosa pesach mora shehuiz borak yachid. The entire carbon speaks to the oneness of Hashem, so that would be uh, that would be a contradiction to that. This is what became known during Yitzhak Mitzrayim is the oneness of Hashem. Sharei. Also, Kodesh Poruchu im Yisrael. Nisim v'niflos. B'mitzrayim. K'ritzono. V'ein mi yoymar lo ma taseh. Hashem displayed. He is absolute master. He can do whatever He wants. He can go through all the ten maimorim of my separations and display absolute rulership over all of them with the Ten Makas, right? How do, how do the words translate? The me yomer lo There's no one that can say to Hashem what can, what can he do? What, 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 he do? What, yeah, what he is allowed to do what he's not allowed to do. V'kol anisim v'niflos b'mitzrayim l'hodiyah shehu yizborach yachid b'elyonim u'betachtonim He is one. He's only one. He can do whatever he wants. Ukemosha Amar Yisro Ata Yedati Ki Gadol Hashem Mikol HaElohim or Mikol HaElohim. Vol Yisbayer Zeh Lekaman. Mipnei Zeh Hayak Karban Pesach Moral Achduso Yisborach. So the Quran Pesach uh, speaks to that. V'tziva lechol ha-Pesach al matosrim l'horos ki me'ito shehu echad yavo pu'ulus mechulokos. This is awesome. Right? So the, 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 we, the reason why we eat 
uh, moror and matzos together with the Karim Pesach is to show that both concepts, matzah represents geula, moror represents affliction, enslavement, suffering. Both of these, which is, which is called paulus uh, michulofus, actions which are uh, different from one, fundamental, uh, opposite actions from one another. Right, like from a language of chiluf to change, to exchange. Right, so actions which are changed means polar opposites. Both uh, mo, mo, uh, the imikito because from, from him, him they are they are one. No, the from from Hashem who is one comes out actions that are seemingly total opposites. Which is Shibud and Geula, or uh, I should say Inui and Geula, suffering and salvation, both come from the from that source of oneness, which is um, I don't remember if we spoke about it or not, but he elaborates this at length in the third paragraph of Netzach Yisrael, the concept that um, by the Goyim this was like the big thing that caused them to go and become idol worshippers. Is they said that if there's one God, so how can how can it be that we see emanating from Him opposite things, good and bad, dark and light, yeah, yin and yang, yeah? So how can both of those come from one source? If there's one source, if He's one, so He should only want one thing, and that was so whichever one that would be, but. To have two opposites coming out speaks to two, you know, shoes, two dominions, two sources of power, right? The good God and the bad God, or, or whatever it is, right? Um, there's Zoroastrianism and, uh, and all that stuff. That's polytheism, meaning the beginning of well, polytheism, because once you have two gods, then, you know, then they give birth to an entire pantheon of gods. So, we believe, we know that that's not the case, that that's a mistake. Right? And rather, that from that oneness can come out two seemingly opposites. We have to understand how that works. Okay? But that's what we declare when we eat the matzah and the maror together with the Karim Pesach, as we're saying, these two complete opposites are actually coming from the oneness of the Karim Pesach, of Hashem. We don't say, like what the simpleton would expect, that from a one God will come one thing, right? So he's good, and it should just be a world filled with you know, blossoming flowers and rainbows and unicorns. And and not and and the, you know this childish view would expect that there would not be a diversity and even a oppositeness of results of of actions. Ki ha'ish so fire which is hot 
So that's all it does. It only creates things that have to do with heat. It can do light, it can do other things that are like it. But whereas water, which is nature, is and also rak lekharer is only to cool off. So then the water will do only that. No, in pulosam rak lekharer. Oh, you're saying in rak is only? Yeah. Vein adaver hazeh buelion. But water can also heat up. Water can heat other things? Yes. <coughs> I put pasta into boiling water. Because there's a fire underneath. Hot springs? There's a fire somewhere. Vena Davarze, Belionum, Belion Yisborach, Kamo, Shayu Sovrim, Haminim. This is not the case when it comes to Hashem. So the Goyim, the Minim, the, the people that ended up being idol worshippers, they thought that the same th- should apply. Just like fire always causes something that's dry or hot. Water always causes something that's wet and cold. So to Hashem, whatever He is, should only cause one particular type of thing. That's what the Minim thought. From the mouth of the elevated, meaning from Hashem's mouth, should not come out both bad and good. Right now, we learned already in Der Hashem that even though, to a certain extent, we do say from a source of good, evil shall not come out. But on the other hand, where does the evil come from? It's evil. It's Aleph, right? Perak Aleph? No. Yeah, it's not Perak that's for sure. Um, <coughs> we were talking about the purpose of the Vegas, that Hashem had to create the inverse of Okay, he didn't speak there about evil yet. You're talking about the second Perak. Okay. talking about the second Perak. Yeah, he didn't yet speak about evil. He talks about it later. But, uh, yeah, so evil is a creation. And it, it's, it's a complicated how to answer it. Meaning... It's not a simple kasha. It's a, it's a toast, right? But they, there is a reason why they made the mistake they did. It's because it is a, it does initially seem like a catch-22 that if Hashem is all good, so how is he creating evil? And he's got to be him creating it because there's nobody else. Nothing exists from any, any other source except for Hashem. And yet he's good, so from good can't come bad, and yet there's bad, and bad can't come from anywhere except from the good. So, that's uh, that's what he dealt with uh, over there. So that that's kind of what caused people to err and become idol worshippers, right? Kloimar, min echad lo mechulakim. From one will not come two opposites. Avala emes. That's all what they thought. Avala emes kach. In truth, that's not the case. Aval hu is borach echad umiyuchad. Hashem is one, like he di- like he displayed in Yitzhiyas uh, Mitzrayim. Venoda achduso beolam, and his oneness is known in the world by displaying absolute dominion over everything. Umikol makom hu poel peulos hafechios. Nonetheless, 
he does actions which are opposite one from the other. Shehu Hagoyel Umevi Hashibud. He is the one that saves, and he is the one that brought into the subjugation in the first place. Kimosh Shegaladumim Mitzrayim Vuhu Hevi Hashibud Yisrael. He said to Avram, right? Your children will be enslaved in the land, not to them, right? During Brisbane Basarim, and that he, and then he, and then he saves. Now he's not getting into why that's wrong. Like I said, yeah, go go learn the third part of, of Netzach Yisrael to see wh- how the morale over there explains. Um, you know how to how to resolve this difficulty. Yeah, but that's but that's what we say. When we eat the corn Pesach together with the matzah and the moror, if you can see the lechol of Pesach has that hamora al haachduso al matzah so mororim hamatzah mora al hageula matzah which speaks to the geula kashir yadua the mororim al hashibud. Right, so uh, Mara speaks to the enslavement. Loimar kiakol b'kocho shahu hamochets b'hu harofa. He's the one that causes the wound, and he's the one that heals it. Bolam azeh binyan azeh. Oh, sorry. Ubezes Hashem. We will elaborate on this further. So, if you think about it, right? Um, what's the most bland food out there? How are we going? Bread. Matzah. Okay, well, same thing, right? So, matzah. Matzah is the most bland food out there. Okay, what is the most, and that's what the model is going to explain, that's why it represents freedom, because it doesn't impact you at all. You can eat the matzah, you can be sitting there learning, just munching on matzah, you're not even aware that you're eating the matzah. Yeah? Okay, what's the, what's the thing that, actually we had some of it recently, what's the, th- what's the thing that uh, if you have some of it, Anything that you were doing until now all of a sudden is knocked out of your head by this by this overpowering so if you, if you eat some if you eat some some crane right some uh, some horseradish so here uh, bearish makes a, a vodka with a horseradish and honey in it uh, yeah but like you literally you have it and it's like what, like you literally almost fall out of your chair, you know. Like, um, so that is what is he selling? Um, so that's that is the to- it's poil on you, right? So one is matzah is you're free because 
it's not toil on you at all. It doesn't impact you, it doesn't invade you, it doesn't take over you. Yeah, something spicy, like mar, something bitter, right? Is the moment you eat something bitter, you fade your, fade your, your eyebrows all close up and scrunch up and, you're, and you move back and you're like just almost fall out of your chair, right? That's So that's the opposite. That's uh, being acted upon. That's uh, like a inui. Yeah? But if you're going to have a delicious shawarma, if you're going to have a delicious piece of roasted lamb, what do you want to do? You want to put it into your lafa, right? And then you want to put some spicy stuff on it, whether it be mustard or whether it be, you know, horseradish or something that's going to give it some kick, right? So notice an interesting thing is seemingly the really the bitter bitterness is bad bitter stuff right like that is bad <coughs> but a little bit of it put on your meat wrapped up in your lafa actually adds to the deliciousness of it right the gula that we saw the oneness of Hashem that we saw is so much more delicious when it was coming on the heels of uh, the Inui, right? Because there's all these evil people, they thought they could do this to us. And now Hashem saves us and turns it all around. That's really awesome. Right? We're super happy. So uh, that's the the interplay between the Pesach and the Matzah and the Mar. That's an ideal world. That's what it looks like. That the, when the Ra is subjugated to the Tov, that actually makes the sandwich more delicious. Which is what the Midrash says, right? That on the sixth day it says Hashem saw everything and He saw that it was all, it was Tov Me'od. Everything was the Tov Me'od. How can anything be better than Tov? Tov Me'od. What's the Me'od? Tov is already great. What else? Hashem saw the light and it was good. Right? So what could be better? That's, that's the aura. Ganud la tzadikim la lavo. We can learn that. On the sixth day he saw it was tov me'od. What's the me'od? How can you have more than tov? Mm-hmm. Ari? Rav says that it comes... It does not say it's the Yitzhahara. Yitzhahara, Malachim right? All, all those negative things. Why? Because when Ra is subjugated, like Ezra said, right? That, that Hashem put us in a situation where... We have Ra, and we subjugate the Ra, we overcome the Ra, right? Then we earn that good, that's even better than having good, is to earn the good. It's to go through a process of difficulty and, and then getting to the good. So that's, the, that's what this represents. Okay. Valtoimar, Haray. Hamatza ain't a mora al hagulo. Okay, now we're going to get into matza. Maybe a person is going to say al and he's going to say the matza doesn't represent gula. Then it's not the whole point falls away, right? We've been saying matza represents gula and mara represents. Oh, so he's going to address it. So 
if that's if you say the matzah, well, that's not true. I mean, that's, they're both true. No. Oh, see. <laughs> so if you say that matzah, it represents also enslavement, right? Bread of affliction, bread of poverty, that type of stuff. So you got negative matzah together with negative maror. So then negative and negative. So it's all coming from Karm Pesach. I guess Hashem is just a very negative God, Shalom, right? And He just makes lots of negative things. Yeah, so then that, this would knock out the whole point that the model is making over here. He's making the point that matzah represents geula. So then geula is the opposite of inui and shibud. So then that's the point that he's making, that from oneness can come two opposites. But if you argue with him, then you bring down this whole structure. So he's saying, don't say that. Ragbi shvil. Shalom, he speak bitzkas shel avoseinu lahachmitz kigirshu mitzrayim veze lohaya belaila kodum shiyatsu. So he's saying, what does the pasuk say? Why do we eat matzah? Because the bread didn't have time to rise when we left mitzrayim. It was so quick. The gula was so quick. That's what the pasuk says. The black and white pasuk, right? So, Pasuk is telling us the matzah represents what? The speed of the gugula. That's right. But that's also not true. They make the matzahs back already on Rosh Chodesh or whatever. Pasuk says this reason. Now you're asking, wait a second. Didn't we already eat matzahs on the night of the 14th? With the current Pesach. Then we bake them far earlier. Was it far earlier? I don't know. Just, we just have to have lots on that night. You get orange for nuts. Good. So, I mean, maybe we did eat matzah. But, but the matzah that we eat today, yeah, the mitzvah of the matzah, says the Torah, is because we left so quickly. Right? Because the geula was... Okay. It wasn't time for it to rise. Marorim does represent that. So, it has to mean, it, it speaks to Geula. So, how are we eating it before that? What well, this hasn't happened yet, right? The gula has not yet happened. We're already eating it on the fourteenth. Whatever. The point is that somehow it ends up being negative. I mean, on the night of the of the fifteenth of Tzav. Vim tirtze tochel loymar kemoshipir shoramban. If you want, actually, let's let's pause here. Because we're about to get into long machlekes uh, with uh, about matzah, so we'll start with the Ramban Bez Hashem next week. Okay. Okay.